Welcome to the Physics Central Podcast. I'm Calla Cofield. Neutrinos were in the news a few weeks ago when the Ice Cube experiment announced that it had detected exactly 28 neutrinos believed to be from distant cosmic sources. What does that mean, and why are these 28 neutrinos so special? That's what we'll talk about today on the Physics Central Podcast. In the time that you've been listening to this podcast, somewhere around a billion neutrinos have passed through your body. They are showering through you as I speak. In fact, every inch of the planet Earth is drenched in neutrinos. They are one of the most abundant subatomic particles in the universe. Now, even though all these neutrinos are passing through you, they aren't really doing anything to you. One of the most notable things about neutrinos is that they very, very rarely interact with regular matter. It's estimated that in an average human lifetime, there's a good chance that one neutrino will interact with a water molecule in a person's body. So we have this sort of bizarre relationship with neutrinos where we're surrounded by them, we're practically swimming in them, but we don't interact with them. Now, neutrinos do occasionally interact with regular matter, and there are experiments trying to study neutrinos, such as the Ice Cube experiment, which is located in Antarctica. The Ice Cube detectors are actually long strings of sensors that are injected into the ice to help block out other particles. And in the two years that it's been running, Ice Cube has detected a few hundred thousand neutrinos. In late October, the Ice Cube Collaboration published a landmark paper in the journal Science in which they discussed 28 neutrinos. 28. Out of the tens of trillions that pass through Ice Cube every second and the hundreds of thousands that they've detected in these two years. What exactly is so special about these 28 neutrinos? I had heard that they were actually so notable that members of the Ice Cube collaboration actually named them. I had to confirm this with Francis Halzen, who is principal investigator of Ice Cube. Yes, we did. <laughs> what did they and name them? They, uh, after, after Sesame Street Muppets. For instance, the event of the, on the cover of, uh, of Science is Mr. Snuffleupagus. <laughs> and so instead of saying event number 22, if you say Snuffleupagus, everybody knows which event you're talking about. So these 28 neutrinos, which also include Bert, Ernie, and Big Bird, why are they so special? Why would a neutrino experiment single them out out of so many neutrinos? Well, the answer is basically because these neutrinos are a mystery. Scientists don't know where they came from. The many billions of neutrinos that are passing through your body right now, they come from the sun. Scientists have been studying solar neutrinos since the 1960s. There are also a handful of neutrinos that are created in Earth's atmosphere and from radioactive material in the Earth, but mostly they're from the sun. 
1987, people on Earth were treated to a very rare event. A massive star just outside our galaxy exploded into a supernova, and the supernova was actually visible with the naked eye if you were in the southern hemisphere. In addition to this bright, visible light, that supernova explosion produced a burst of neutrinos. Three neutrino experiments recorded it. The IMB experiment in Ohio normally detected about two neutrinos a day, but on the day of the supernova, it detected eight. Ice Cube is significantly larger than IMB. If a supernova like that happened today, Ice Cube would rake in a truckload of neutrinos. Ice Cube actually would uh, would see a million events from a supernova where we kind of expect it not too far from the center of the galaxy. I don't know, but I bet there are like a thousand papers written on the 10 neutrinos that we detected from supernova 1987A. I mean, imagine the science you could do with this. It would be pretty awesome for Ice Cube to see a supernova. It's something that the neutrino physics community really hopes will happen. But the 28 neutrinos that Ice Cube isolated for study are completely unlike the neutrinos that were detected from the 1987 supernova. The 28 neutrinos detected by Ice Cube are as much as a billion times more energetic than the supernova neutrinos. No other neutrinos have ever been detected with these energies, so that's why these 28 neutrinos are so special. Whatever is producing them has to be more powerful than a supernova. But what is it? Well, Ice Cube has just barely announced that it detected these 28 neutrinos, so now it's working on trying to trace them back to where they came from. But in the meantime, theoretical physicists are getting involved and doing what they do best, theorizing. So what are some theories about what could have created these neutrinos? Some of the more extreme ideas actually hypothesize that these neutrinos have something to do with dark matter. But a more grounded guess would be that the neutrinos are coming from an already known energetic event. Naoko Nielsen is a postdoc at the University of Wisconsin at Madison and a member of the Ice Cube Collaboration. She's working on trying to trace these neutrinos back to their sources, basically to find out where exactly in the sky they came from. I think um, some of the favorite candidates are what's known as AGNs, or active galactic nuclei. So not in a galaxy like ours, but maybe in a, in a more violent galaxy, the center of the galaxy, there, there's maybe a supermassive black hole or some type of extremely energetic source that is capable of causing particles to accelerate up to these energies, or maybe more. And so that's one of the leading source candidates. Other ones are GRBs, gamma ray bursts. These are the brightest things in the sky that sometimes, if they're close enough, we can see by eye, and they emit very high-energy gamma rays. One other source that it could be would be a pulsar. These are gigantic spinning stars with the ejection 
of particles along line of sight, and if they're beamed at us, possibly this this very high energy beam could create these neutrinos, or just other types of galaxies that that have more going on than our own. Now, of course, it would be very exciting if any of these 28 neutrinos turned out to have been produced by some previously unknown phenomena. But it would be equally exciting if they came from one of these already known events. Remember that astronomers don't have a lot of information to work with. So if they want to study a star, they have to look at this tiny pinprick of light And they can't build a star in their laboratory or travel to a planet to perform tests. So if a scientist studying something like gamma ray bursts were to suddenly get this whole new group of data, these neutrinos, that would be huge. When scientists discovered that supernovas emit neutrinos, it made a huge impact on the study of stars. Because if someone had a theory about supernovas that did not include neutrinos... They had to rewrite it, or if it was completely impossible, throw it out. So it narrowed down the possible realities. So it's not just that scientists want to know where these 28 neutrinos came from just for the sake of cataloging them. Whatever it was that produced those particles, astrophysicists are going to learn something from it. In fact, there is a hope that these 28 neutrinos may actually help solve one of the longest-standing mysteries in astronomy. Just over a hundred years ago, scientists first discovered cosmic rays. These are highly energized particles that are coming from somewhere in outer space. Okay, remember how I said that the 28 neutrinos detected by Ice Cube, they are as much as a billion times more energetic than the neutrinos from a supernova. Cosmic rays are as much as a million times more energetic than the 28 neutrinos. What could possibly be happening in our universe to accelerate particles to these insane energies? Finding the sources of the cosmic rays was kind of, you know, the most sexy of the many reasons that we advocated to build this experiment. We know that nature accelerates particles somewhere in the universe to energies that are a hundred million times the energy of the beam circulating in the Large Hadron Collider. I mean, wouldn't you want to know how nature does this and where? And that's what we are trying to figure out. Okay, so we could look for these sources of cosmic rays because it's awesome, But it's important to note that these energetic objects in our universe, things like cosmic rays and active galactic nuclei, they're not rare or obscure things that have no impact on the greater universe. In fact, the questions surrounding these objects and these events have very broad implications. In fact, uh, quite a bit of the energy in the universe and in our galaxy is created by uh, these catastrophic effects, not with nice, gentle uh, astronomical objects like stars. I mean, the cosmic rays represent as much energy inside our galaxy as the magnetic field and the light. So they're somehow part of 
understanding our galaxy and probably understanding the universe. Neutrinos are one of the most abundant particles in the universe, but right now the astronomy community is focused on just 28 of them. These 28 neutrinos are special because they're a mystery. It's like astronomers found a map leading them to buried treasure. Neutrinos only rarely interact with regular matter, but it seems that very soon they're going to have a very big impact on science. You've been listening to the Physics Central Podcast. I'm Calla Cofield. Thank you to Francis Halzen and Naoko Nielsen for being on the podcast. As always, you can find more podcasts, our Physics Buzz blog, resources, and so much more at physicscentral.com. Tune in next week for more of the Physics Central Podcast. 